some in Johannesburg, uh, some and then a, a little bit in the Free State as well. So I, I see myself as a child of the country. Uh, so I've been lucky enough. Not everybody gets to, to to see South Africa. You either stay on one side, but I've been lucky enough to to, to see the country. Um, like I said, uh, I've an accountant, got a wife and two kids. I started uh, my career at KPMG in Cape Town, and I enjoyed my, uh, my it was a good experience, tough, but good experience. I stayed on, uh, stayed on in, uh, in Adon for a little bit, and then I moved to, uh, I bounced around to a few different companies trying to find my place, and I, I settled at a listed property company. Uh, when I was there for about four years, and I, I learned quite a bit working in a JSE listed company. Uh, probably worked there for a few years, enjoyed, learned as much as I could, and then got to a point where there wasn't really much for me to learn, uh, uh, much more for me to learn. So I hit a bit of a ceiling, and then I moved to a, an asset manager where I was a COO for about two years. And then since then, I've moved into, for the last four years, I've been in uh, um, working with SMEs. And working with SMEs is, to me, it's, it, it gives me a lot of uh, enjoyment because if you work there for a big company, you work on big projects for months and it doesn't seem to have a big impact. But if you work, uh, if you help SMEs, you work for a small amount of time, but you have a big impact. Uh, you can create, help create jobs. You can help the, the, the employer maybe go or the, the, the entrepreneur go and leave in December. You can help them make decisions to grow the business. So uh, it gives me a lot of pleasure to help, uh, to help SMEs. And yeah, that's a summary of who I am. So interesting, um, and thanks for that. So a career choice can be such a daunting task. Um, how did you land in accounting and audit profession? By accident, actually. Um, I didn't know. I mean, you come from like the government schools that, that I went to, and most of you also went to. You don't really know much about accounting. I was going to just I was going to study something at UCT, like I don't know, investments or information systems or something. And luckily in my matric year, KPMG, in fact, had this three-day uh, course where you could come learn about, about uh, accounting and auditing. And I went for that course. I was lucky to be selected. They took you to clients. They told you about the profession. And after those three days in matric, when I came out of the three days, I was like, that's what I want to study because I was always good at accounting. And I enjoyed, well, I, I enjoyed accounting and I was uh, reasonably good at math. So uh, that's why I, I, I decided to, to go into the accounting profession. But after that, I was just like, what's the, I didn't have like this big, I want to be a financial director or I didn't know, like uh, I didn't really have that lofty goals or anything. I was just taking it as it comes because you don't know, you don't know what, what's next. Sometimes you, you can take a detour, you can take a step yeah. back, you yeah. take a few yeah. steps forward. Yeah. So I'm open to all of that. That's, 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 that's awesome. Um, it, it, it is a common knowledge that most successful people uh, are best in time and personal management. What is your take on that? I, I think it's it, it depends. Eh? So I think it's the ones that add the most value. Uh, and, and success, I also wrote a post about it today. Success, what, what does success mean to you? Success, some people think success is money, how much money you have, how much assets you have. But you could have millions or billions and you'd be unhappy. Then you, would that really be success? I think success is being happy, doing, going to work, or being happy doing the things that you do every day. If you're not happy doing the things that you do every day, are you really successful? Because you spend most of your time at work. So you want to spend most of your time doing something you enjoy. 
Uh, and then from a time management point of view, yes, uh, my time is very poor at this point in time. I, I basically have my calendar planned out the next week or two. Like, this is what I'm doing then, then, then. Like, there's very little structure. I'm trying to free, free up my time. If I don't plan, it's not getting done. If it's not in my calendar, it's not getting done. So you have to plan. And then also sometimes one or two things fall through the cracks, but you can't, can't be too hard on yourself as long as you make sure you deliver on your deadlines and you deliver on your commitments. That's the most important thing. True, true. Like, like the, the theme for today, uh, for this episode, we, we said is uh, uh, you, are, you are the captain of your own ship. So I, I really see you really driving this um, own ship um, yourself in, in a way that is such exemplary. So keep up your good work. Yeah. Any, any remarkable experience in, in saving articles? Uh, the, the nice thing about articles was that I got to have a range of clients. I, I worked, uh, one of my clients was like a, a big retail company, like pick and play. And then you, so you had big clients and then you had like medium-sized clients who were, were not listed, but they were still quite big. And then small nonprofits. So because I was in the consumer industrial section of, yes. of audit, I got to have the range of clients, big and small. If you, yeah. for example, if you're in banking, or mining, you generally work with big companies and you're generally specific to that sector. Uh, right. And I was lucky enough to be in a, in, a, uh, in a department where I could go into different sectors and different sizes of business. So I think that was very important. Well, if, if you want to be in the banking, then great, then go to banking. And if you want to be in mining, then yes, go to, but if you're not sure what you want to do, it's good to get a range of, of clients. So you can start saying, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. This is, a, this is a company I might want to work for in the future. Um, I knew very quickly that I didn't want to work at like a pension fund or something like that because it just didn't it didn't suit me. Uh, so yeah, yes. yeah. Thanks, thanks very much for for for, for that. Uh, was, so what is uh, or what was your feeling after completing uh, your board exam? My board exam was just relieved. To be honest, board board one was straight after varsity, so it, it was, it's like a continuation of of your university studies. Board two, so it's just a relief because then you know you 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 don't have to study. You can only you study by choice after that, not by by force. And um, that day, I was actually driving somewhere, and somebody actually knocked my car around lunchtime. So if I had failed that day, it would have been a terrible day because somebody bumped my car, <laughs> and I oh. failed. But luckily, I managed to pass. So it's just. It was just really, really yeah, 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 yeah. I really agree. I agree on that. Um, just, just, just a touch on 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 your background. I, I read one of your your articles that uh, in 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 your experience, you in an accounting experience, at some stage you work with uh, people older than you. And I don't know if because it's not necessarily on my nose, but if you don't mind, maybe just. Sure. I can give a, I think I can give some thoughts there. Um, so, so basically, uh, coming out of articles, I um, I was I started articles at uh, twenty one and I finished at twenty four. So this is twenty four year old coming out of articles and then they put me in a managerial position, managing forty year olds um, and. I thought I could manage people because when, you, when you're in articles, you start managing your junior staff members. 
Uh, and they, but then what I realized is managing your junior staff members is quite easy because they all have the same goals. They're all studying, they're all doing articles, they're all study, uh, writing board exam. So they're all quite motivated. Um, they're all going for the same goals. So it's easy to manage because you understand them. When you're managing 40-year-olds, not that they're less ambitious or they're less, uh, anything, uh, there's anything wrong. They just have different priorities in life. They've got a family. They don't necessarily, they're not necessarily, they don't necessarily want the same things that, that, that you want as a 25-year-old or a 26-year-old. So for me, I was so young and I didn't understand that uh, I couldn't relate. And uh, that was one of my, it was a problem that was due to my youth. So it took me some time. Like I, I avoided managerial positions for a while after that because I realized that that didn't suit, well, I didn't want to do it. I didn't actually realize why it didn't suit me. And as I got more experience, yeah. I realized thinking back, like, okay, I was just too young to manage people of different ages or senior people or people, they're not necessarily senior, but they, they, they um, experienced. And uh, yeah, so I, I learned from experience. Yeah, what, what a remarkable experience. And, and considering that it was a very, still a very tender age, you know, from, 20, from 21 until, until uh, to 24. So it, I think um, in, uh, the audience, including myself, we, we, we learn a lot from, from you. And then, yeah, sure, keep up the, the good work. Uh, and then uh, Congress for, for being an assessor, uh, what can be ex expected in, in time to come? Thank you very much. Now, so, so a sister is basically somebody who can uh, manage uh, psycho trainees or train people doing their, uh, who are um, doing their traineeship to become a chartered accountant. Uh, they were every training office, so whether it's a big four company or a small company, it needs an assessor or a training officer to assess the trainees in that three years or five, three to five years of articles. Um, and luckily, so I was the second person in my company to, to, to qualify as an assessor. So now I can sign off on uh, people's uh, six monthly reviews, the annual review, uh, and, the, and that I can be a training officer for a company if they were to set up a, a psycho training office. So I'm, I help create future CAs, so, or I help foster future CAs. And that, that's a big responsibility, but it's uh, something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, for me, for me, when I thanks, when I saw the assessor, I thought, I, I thought of uh, you know uh, the SACA, South African Qualification Authority, something like that. I said, sure, this must be very used task. <laughs> no, it's not an insurance assessor or anything like that. It's more specifically yeah. for SACA. Oh, sure. So uh, those uh, well in the know, they they say we meet to part and we we part. To me, um, that's, that's all we, we have time for. Um, stay tuned for upcoming episodes. We want to thank you very much, uh, Mr. Oswald, for uh, this time uh, you, you've um, offered us. Uh, we also thank the audience for uh, their time. We, we, we appreciate this very much um, as part of the uh, personal self-development, this will be, will help very, I mean, will help many people indeed. So we thank you very much and thanks, Emilio. Thanks, David. Please do share the link with me so I can, uh, I can have a look at it when, when you do post it. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.